Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Well, this has been fucking magic. Uh, I want to thank you all again. Have a fucking amazing night. Look after each other. Go get pissed. Go get fucked up. Um, I think we're going to do the same. Um... This is a fucking, definitely a milestone for us. And um, I'm skitting out on fucking lasagna brain strikes again. Lona, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Let's play the song that got us in this fucking mess. When this kicks off, I want everyone to jump. Keep singing it! Our man, Sam Fender, who we love. Our Irish brother, jamming. Live, uh, Glastonbury Fair. From Finsbury. The kids are balloons in the parking lot. The gold notches illuminate the business power. I eat myself to death. Feed the corporate machine. I watch the movies. We say every line and see. God bless America. Johnny Lieberman's back from the EU. Yo, no, no. Brexit from England. Little England. That's right. Little England. And Titus Welliver is here, sitting in for Zuckerman, (laughs) which is insane. (laughs) Can you handle that? Can you sit in for Zuckerman? Can you do that? Some different attire, but but I'll pull it off. (laughs) Next time, show up in a suit. Yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to maybe not espadrilles and flip flops. I'm trying to get the uh, levels right here. I think I just said everything. I think I got it. I think we're going. Talk, everybody, talk. Yeah, yeah, talk. <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah. We good? We're good. We love Zappa. We good. Zappa, 200 motels. Wow. Here we are. We've arrived in cars. We're here, baby. I have the Aston Martin 707. DBX. DBX. Titus. I'm in my... By the way, thank you for coming back. Oh, it's a pleasure. Are you kidding? It's, it's nice to see you, I'm man. Pretty, it's great to see you. I wish we could talk about all that you're doing, but we can't. There's a strike, and we will abide by those strike guidelines. But we will talk about your Bronco that you just drove in. Yeah. Do you know that I am becoming your Bronco brother? That I am getting a Bronco. Wait, are you going to go for the, the steroid Bronco for the, ra- for the <laughs> Raptor? No. No, that's not me. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I, I don't like overpowered SUVs. I'm going uh, Heritage. Yeah, the Heritage is insane. Yeah, yeah. It, th- those are cool. I even see people that are, th- that are too impatient to wait for the Heritage to come. <laughs> so they're basically kit bashing their own Broncos. They're throwing uh, up the white rims. 
there's companies that are fabricating the 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 original bronco decals and sticking them all over so it's pretty pretty cool, but that is going to be sensational. You've had this for two years now, yeah. Know, right? How, yeah. how have you liked it? How have I, you enjoyed it? I love it. I love it. I don't love the fact that gas is now three hundred and twenty-five dollars a gallon. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad week. Uh, it's uh, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of jump. My wife, I got my wife a four door, and uh, I was going to say because you have two. Yeah, he has two Broncos. Yeah, double Johnny, Broncos. double Broncos, double Bronco baby. She has the four door uh, convertible, which is great. But this thing just it flies. It, yeah, it goes yeah. so fast. You just. And my, my, my daughter, Cora, who's 17, has gotten her license. And driving with her in my car is an exercise in abject terror. <laughs> is, she, is she stealing it? No, I'm not letting her okay, out. Okay. No, I let her go down our driveway, which is about a mile <laughs> long. But that, I mean, you know, there's so much torque. Do you get her her own car? I was thinking about this yesterday as I was driving uh, my kids back from the Palisades. I'm like, if I just lived in the Palisades, I'd get them a bike instead of a car. Or a scooter. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I know. I'm, I'm actually thinking about leaving the, the Willy Wogs of Topanga to go down into the Brentwood Flats or something or in the Palisades just be, for that very reason. Yes. Right. You can walk somewhere. I can't yes. walk any, all I can, if I want to have rattlesnake for dinner, that's what I can <laughs> do is walk out in my yard and kill a couple. Well, let's see. Not to get into real estate here, but the Brentwood Flats have a very different attitude than the Palisades flat areas, right? No, it's true. Pacific Palisades has a small town feel if said small town was filled with entitled rich fucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Have you noticed that? <laughs> well said. <laughs> and it feels like as you walk around, you're like, oh, kids playing and scooters and tennis. and But, but I would say a high percentage are assholes like a 98 percent asshole when you're on one side of sunset as you move into the on the north side of sunset right. people are tend to be a little nicer a little yeah. a little nicer they are a little nicer but, but you got stepford wives with pepper spray and tasers no we have yeah we have parking spot all we have black range rovers running stop signs at 30 yeah. miles an hour 60 so i don't know anything about brentwood are you t- now brentwood are you in the flats i'm in the hills of brentwood okay but it is a hilly, flat neighborhood. It, yeah. But here's the difference. The assholes stay in their ho- homes. You don't see them a lot. <laughs> because they have 20,000 square feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You they know, can't you, get out. Yeah, you, right. walk, you walk down the street and there's no one there. And you feel like, God, it's an abandoned neighborhood. Mostly because people are in other parts of the world constantly doing things. I was going to say, though, you do have a very high incidence of like former stars that I always see walking around. Like yeah, but and also and also new ones. Yeah, let's talk about Athletic Greens. If you're a longtime listener, you know I've been drinking AG1 for over a year now. Guess what? Erica Ferriston is drinking AG1. She's never listened to a single podcast, but I can tell you factually, she is on board. And you know, if Erica likes it, you know it means it is good and good for you. Because she went right, she went right through all of it. She went through the labels. She looked at every single ingredient. And when she saw organic, and when she saw the glass shaker that came with with the steel straw and the bamboo top, she was in every day. Can't get her to clean the damn thing, <laughs> but she's she's using it every day like I am. 
She's replaced her multivitamins with AG1. And it's all it takes is that one scoop uh, into your water. You shake it up, you drink it, and you are done for the day. You've done. Gut health, energy, vitamins, the whole deal. The Ferristins are now drinking it, and you can drink it too. Uh, check out AG1. And here's what we're going to give. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily and why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. I just traveled with those over Labor Labor Day. Go to drinkag1.com slash spike911. Drinkag1.com. Dot com slash spike 911 that's drinkag1.com slash spike 911 and check it out and if you uh, you want to check out the codes later go to my Instagram site and you'll see a link tree to all of the ad codes for our sponsors all right we're back Johnny <laughs> yes you're just back let's yeah. talk about your trip because it Dude. was uh, it looked pretty amazing you went it, to Goodwood Goodwood Revival it's it's uh and and you know I went with with Subaru and everyone goes well you know why does why does Subaru uh, do this trip right oh that's why Dom was texting me he was with you yes, yes yeah Dom. oh thank you by saying Johnny's inebriated right <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he said yeah he is yeah and on his third cigar <laughs> and I was on my third cigar yes you it was smoked a- three cigars it was over. It was a long day. It was a right. long day. But um, so, you know, wh- wh- so why does Subaru do this? You yeah. Know, why they don't they? do Pebble Beach. Right. So Dom's thing is like, look, I want a week with my journalists where I can wind them and dine them and have some fun. And there's no news. There's nothing newsworthy is going to happen. Unlike Pebble, actually. So it's like just relaxing. And like we, we're not talking about Subarus. You know, we're talking about. Oh, there's a 16-cylinder BRM. Hey, there's a original Shelby Cobra. Hey, there's four Ferrari 250 GTOs in one race. That's um, crazy. Yeah, and it turned out one was fake, and the differential blew up, and it caught on fire. But <laughs> the three real ones... That was the GTO? It was a fake GTO. It was a replica. So that was a replica. It turned out it was. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, good. It deserved to burn. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> why was it invited to Goodwood if it was a replica? It's one of those real gray areas. So if you own a 250 GTO, that's a between 50 and $70 million car. Jesus. So yes. you could race it, or you could build an exact replica for a million bucks, and this guy looks the other way, this guy claims ignorance, and... Hey, look at that. There it is. That's not what that's... And the fans don't a, care. Yeah, they do. Well, this fan cares. Well, but look, it, it's the most ridiculous event. Like, you know, we wake up in the South Lodge, which is, you know, if, if there's a British Swiggins and Peabody, you know, <laughs> you know, quite, you know, mm. <laughs> yes. Some bangers and mash. I'd like a toddler for breakfast, you know, um, that type of thing. I need, to, I need my, you know, revive any young blood. And then we, we, we get in helicopter. Actually, we used to walk out and jump into the helicopters, but they, they planted a vineyard there because global warming, it turns out, who knew this part of Sussex is uh, the same uh, latitude as uh, the Champagne region of France. So now they're trying to grow Champagne grapes wow. in, uh, in England. Anyways, take a quick golf cart ride to the helicopter field. We helicopter into Goodwood. What kind of helicopter? Oh, it was a new one this year. You would ask me that. Damn it, I can't remember. Right. My, I had, well, we had a couple. I had one with an ashtray, which I sent you a picture of. Yes. That was cool. <laughs> uh, very old. <laughs> Did you smoke a cigar in it? No, you can't smoke cigars, sadly. Why um, is the ashtray? Because it, it's from the 60s. But then right, we were in right. a brand new helicopter. Yeah, so yeah. We, we had four different copters. Anyways, so, you, so they had vintage helicopters. Not that vintage. You said from the 60s. Well, I don't know, 70s? <clears throat> when, when could yeah, you smoke Yeah, that's still vintage. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, you know. 
And then we land and we're picked up in World War II Jeeps and they drive us like across the airport field to the actual event. And then everybody's in costume. Although they did, because it was so hot, they had to relax the dress code this year, which sort of sucked. But mm-hmm. um, everybody's dressed up. I'd say like 99.8% of the attendees. So when you say relaxed, you what, could, did, what did they say? You have an option to put on clothes? They I mean, were very, it was very <laughs> proper British. It was like, you know, please, you know, come in period attire. However, right. most importantly, be comfortable. Right. So it was a lot of guys wearing like a tweed jacket with shorts, that type of thing. I see, I see. Yeah, I was just sweating to death. It was, it was, it was like 90. It was, it was insane. It was yeah, insane yeah. for England. Um, but everyone's dressed up. If you're not dressed up, there's actors. Well, they used to be. They're, they're still there doing other things, but they'd like chase you around going like, oh, Gov, yeah, your luggage will be here any minute, Gov, you know. And um, so, you know, to encourage people to dress up or berate the people that aren't. I see. And then it's just like vintage racing. So they have like, you know, there was this Levant Cup was, okay, one of the GTOs was fake, but there was two 250 LMs. Wow. Um, I, I can't even count how many short wheelbase 250 GTs there were. Uh, you know, there was uh, lots of E-types like and like crazy, like lightweight E-types, Lister, Jags. Um, just, just insane. And then all our friends are driving, like Marino's driving, um, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Jensen Button, Tom Chris Harrison. There. I saw, I shook his hand. We didn't talk very long, but he was there. I don't know if he was racing. Um, and it was just, it's just killer. You know, it's just an insane event. And then the tourist trophy race is like the greatest race in the world because it's Cobras, really fast E-types, and they just... They actually race. And, Did they have vintage aircraft of any yes, kind? Yes, they had tons. Spitf- not flying. I didn't see any flying this year, but they had like Spitfires and like everything else that, wow. you know, competed in World War II. It's all parked up front where the helicopters landed. And yeah, it's, it's the greatest event there is. I mean, I, I still like Pebble, but this is an all-encompassing, yeah, you're yeah. in a dream state, dream world. How long of. does it go? It's three days. We attend two of them. So I got, I got to England a couple days early hung out with Dom and the gang. We had like a real, you know, proper London day night type thing. And then next morning drive down there to the South Lodge, which is... It is an odd event for Subaru to go to. <laughs> to show up. But I mean, think about the events that exist, right? Yeah, Pebble, yeah. Amelia. Right. Well, that's not good for Subaru, right? right. Uh, the the Audrain, no, same thing. And then like Festival of Speed. Audrain, sure. maybe because you have New England there. I mean, there are Subaru fans in New England. Yeah, but I mean, there's Subaru fans in England, you know, I mean, right. they, and, and probably they do do, he does do the Festival of Speed and there are like, you know, Colin McRae's car will go up the hill. Right. And, uh, and Subaru does do that as a trip. But, did they have yeah. any, Subaru have any vehicles just? No, nothing. So nothing not all. No. BMW, for instance, yeah. oddly, a very British World War II focused kind of event. Yeah. Tons of Germans are there. So many Germans. And they show up and like, they're looking at the Spitfires. Like I was talking to one of like the Spitfire guys. And he's like, all these Germans, they really want to talk to me about the plane that like killed their grandfather. <laughs> and it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> and we took those Stuka sons of bitches down. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a wild event. You need but to send Zuckerman there for that. He he's would the perfect lo- guy. He would, he would fall in love with it, though, because it's, I don't want to go anyways anymore. <laughs> That's what he would say. I mean, we would dig it for a little while, but. We're having trouble even wrapping our heads around rent sport this year, and it's a few minutes away. Are it's you up the road? Are you doing? Are we doing? I'm. Gonna I don't there. think I'm going. You're not going. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it sounds fun. I got I, the itinerary. Yeah, 
But yeah. after a couple of races, right? You right, know what right. I mean? No, I, I, I don't it. know what I'm doing up there for three days. I've got stuff to do. It's a lot. Yeah, no, that's it's a, a lot. commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. I got, it's I got, fun, s- right? I mean, Rennsport's gonna be. If you like Porsches, it'll be a hundred thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If someone said, "Hey, we want to truck your GT4 RS up there, and we can do some laps," I would do that. I think. I don't think but they're gonna say that. Then, <laughs> then, then I'm fine then not going. It. Right. Yeah. Porsche invited me up to help them promote their brand for free and offered me some uh, eggs in yeah. exchange for that, <laughs> which I politely handed them off to my sales rep and said, he'll tell you what the, the price is. And that's the last I heard. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're not going to spend a dime. Then they shouldn't on ask. You. Yeah. yeah. On you. Shouldn't, they shouldn't ask. I was like, ooh, eggs? Okay. I'll be there. <laughs> we, we would provide a motel and yeah. three eggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. We're staying in a decent hotel. <clears throat> it's a decent hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Where? No, I was invited. It's in Monterey. To, it's yeah, in Monterey. I was, I was invited to that. Yeah. And now sure. I'm like a little confused because I thought we were driving in individually, but they have a shuttle. And I'm like, ooh, that makes that makes life easy. As opposed, do you to, want to get on a shuttle bus? I, no, but also, do you want to sit in that traffic? No, to go to Rensport, which I've been before, you want to drive something fun there, and then you want to pull into the paddock. We'll talk about it later because it, invo- yeah, yeah. it involves and a Swedish there, friend of and ours. Then do the shuttle. Yeah, the COVID shuttle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. That. The new strain. Yes, yeah, the new there, strain there, shuttle. There's that. There's that. Yes. Anyways, Goodwood. That's the reunion. Let's get Zuckerman at Goodwood. He would flip out. He's not going to go. He might. It's the only car. He wouldn't even come here today. (laughs) That's why Titus is here. It's the only car event where it's about half female fans. Oh, really? That might entice him. Well, the outfits, right? The 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 dress up part of it. Yeah. 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 Wild. Titus, do you have a new car? Do you have a Targa? Do you have a Porsche? No, 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 no. Uh, Mr. L here connected me with some people and I went out and did the Porsche experience and then they. Oh, uh, oh. They let me hang on to one for a week. Really? Yep. So now you're you've got press cars. Yeah, too. I got. I mean, <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So when was so you took one around the track and you did the skid pad and all that? I stuff. did all that, which and was had, insanely fun. Had I'm, you ever driven a new nine eleven before? No. And what did you think? Uh, I was blown away by it. I mean, that's basically you want to talk about a self driving car. I mean, that car just pleads to be driven. I, I, I've never driven any kind of a car in my life that was like that. So it really left an impression on you. I mean, completely. <laughs> it, Did you feel that focus when you sat down that this is all about you? Oh, yeah, experience? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, the experience of driving a car like that versus anything else that I've ever, and I've been in, driven some really nice cars. It 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 kind of moves past the experience of driving at all. Because the the focus is so intense mm-hmm. and myopic. I mean, it, it's literally like I don't know. I, I I would liken it to when I'm I'm making a painting or when I'm acting. The fo- it's not to say that when I drive around town that I'm looking out the window or anything. But it, it it's a completely different experience. You want to talk about it? And to be cliche, you really kind of you have to kind of become one with that car. And I had this great instructor, his name escapes me, but he took me around and, and uh, taught me a few tricks. And when you have a really good teacher, I think in any circumstances, you know, your game changes immediately. And just that experience for that day changes the way I drive my Bronco. But for that week that I had that, that Porsche, and I, I was kind of 
I was terrified because, you know, it's an enormous responsibility to be driving a car that, you know, God forbid you had to write a check for it, you know, uh, on the spot. But it was it was sensational. See, we got to get you to the mentality that that that's a billion dollar multinational yeah, corporation yeah. who craps those out of a factory. <laughs> well, I know. You can beat the crap out of it. Yeah, they're they, not going to charge you, you anything. They want you to drive it. They really want you to. Drive no, it, it, it was it, it it was truly sensational, and I took it out to Malibu, you know, and and uh, but I had the opportunity to kind of open it up on the track there, yeah. obviously in a safe environment. And, you know, you do the, uh, the, the hyperspace thing where you get to just, and that was wow. beyond uh, anything I've ever done in my wow. life. Now imagine we get him into a GT3 RS. I was going to say, or, or a GT2, like a fast Yeah, one. yeah, but it's good he started where he started. And <laughs> yeah. then now we'll put him into the hard stuff. But the Targa <laughs> is like, oh, I mean, I love that. I love the Targa. Oh, no, no, no. Jerry just bought one. Yeah. Which is bizarre Why? that he just suddenly decided to buy such a normal car. Oh, but he absolutely loves it. He said everything that uh, Titus just said about it. He goes, "I saw this. I love the way it looked. I drove it, and suddenly I said, give it to me. I want it.' It's the best looking. It's the most can. It's the most versatile. Can do the most. It's the heaviest, eh, but it still handles really, really, really great. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, because when I saw you um, at the thing we can't talk about, yeah. <laughs> you were like, "Yeah, I'm going to buy a used Target." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Before you do that, yeah. drive a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I called. I'm like, "Hey, could you get uh, my friend Titus into a, a one?" And they were happy to. do I it. see. Yeah. Yeah. The new one is definitely better than the older one. It's just it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. No, there. There. It's. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone, you know, if look, they, they'd be smart. Not, the, I mean, the cars sell themselves. But the truth of the matter is that anybody who gets a Porsche who's not had one before needs to go and go out there and drive it and have that experience because you learn so much. Yeah. Because the truth yeah. of the matter is, you know, you don't just take it out of the box and, 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 and drive it like anything else. No. There's a learning curve, and, and, and that's not even to propose that i know uh, half of what i'm i'm doing but had i not done that i think it would have been a very different experience it's it's cool to be shown like okay look if you actually hold the pedal to the floor for you know 12 seconds this is what happens oh yeah like oh wow that is really quick and if you do this at 70 miles an hour you flip the wheel this way this is what happens like it's you know a lot of people are intimidated by that and so that's why the experience center i mean it's just you know, not, not to give him a free plug, but like it is. No, cool. it's true. It's, it is it's, cool. It is always fun when you go there and have that experience because it 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 doesn't match up with what you thought this car was. Right. You'll learn something new. Right. And that happened right. the right. very first time I drove a Porsche too. Was, uh, Letterman put me in a Porsche, and I said, ah, I don't want these things. I know what they're about. And he goes, No, you don't. And he goes, Get in, drive, and I went, Wow, this is completely different than I thought. It was. Yeah. It's so simple and it's so pure and it's like a go kart, and I haven't driven anything like it ever. And then I was hooked. Hooked. Now you got me curious though, about <clears throat> the, I digress, about the Aston Martin over here. Well, that, <clears throat> I literally just picked up. They just switched them out. They, they, they took back the Mercedes AMG EQE SUV. Arrange those three-letter words any way you want. They're changing their naming strategy very soon. A car that I have a love-hate relationship with. You missed it last week, Johnny. But it has. Uh, there were moments where I really enjoyed it, the way it looked. And there were moments I really hated it, when it was reminding me of speed bumps on Sunset Boulevard that did not exist. That don't exist. Caution, speed bump, what? Yeah. And then you'd hit nothing. The um, ghost in the machine. Yeah. And then only you know 230 miles to the charge. 
large. Uh, yeah. And not sure why it wears the AMG badge. But <clears throat> took it to tennis last night and loved the whole drive right up through Bel Air and uh, yeah. Sunset Boulevard and then jammed on the way home at extremely high speeds, ripping traffic, and it did the job. So yeah, I'm getting it, the... Uh, it's confusing. Yeah, I'm getting the, the sedan version, the EQE, yeah, yeah. which is way better. Yeah, that, yeah. Is a, that is a really good car. So to have yeah. that dropped and then get the Aston Martin DBX 707 and have had three minutes of driving in it. So I went on the launch of that, and I've done a comparison test with it, and I've had a couple of them for a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, Aston doesn't want you saying this, but um, that car was in development when, when Tobias Moores from AMG was made CEO of Aston Martin. And I asked the guy, I'm like, how much did Tobias really have to do with this? Because Tobias is, at the time, before he got fired, his story was like, yeah, this is his baby. The story of Tobias. And the guy was like, you know, we're having drinks. And he's like, look, he's like, we were going to do it. And he's like, when, you know, at the point Tobias showed up, he took it from nine tenths to 11 tenths. He's like, he just made, he pushed us to make it more powerful, to make it handle better, brake better, and just do a lot of things that like, for an Aston Martin SUV, we wouldn't necessarily do because we flirt with luxury a lot, especially with the SUV. So 697 horsepower, I forget the torque, but it's a ton. Uh, you know, it's basically the AMG drivetrain, so AMG motor, AMG transmission, that uh, nine speed is insane. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And like when we did the comparison test, it was with that Porsche you had the other week, the, the Cayenne Turbo GT. Perfect creation and dynamically the porsche is a little better but i was sitting there with this this young kid they sent a young i'll give him a plug duncan brady duncan Mm -hmm. and he's like porsche's better and i said okay let me let me do this you're sitting at home it's sunday you got your bagels you forgot your cream cheese you got to run to the store yep both keys are sitting there what do you grab he's like oh the aston i'm like turbo gt every time really and i'll tell you why because it's a it's a little easier to uh, it, it's not the way it drives so much as the way the rest of the car works and feels around you. That, that feeling that you had in that Targa when you sit, I just feel at home in those cars. Now that said, this thing I just jumped off Sunset onto the four hundred five and hopped on it, and it was delightful and fun. And I'm at the very beginning of learning what it's going to be like to drive this thing. But yours is hold on, what, first drive. What green is that? <laughs> first drive. Hulk I'm green. really enjoying. Uh, the athleticism of this car, and it's surprising for an Aston Martin. <clears throat> Aston Martins have a way on that first day of annoying the hell out of you. Yeah, yeah they're not Porsches. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, yeah. has been wrong, and so far, everything's been right with this one, and I'm encouraged. The color is Kermit Green. Yeah. Kermit Green. Yeah. Kermit. No, I, it's I on you. the key fob. It's, Kermit. It says Kermit? No, no, really? It says Kermit. I mean, hey, why not? So it's Great a tie-in name. with Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. We are not allowed to promote Sesame Street. <laughs> <Oops>. Please don't. <laughs> Uh-oh. <Here>. But <laughs> I will translate it into, I'll talk about, it looks like a tennis ball, and I play a lot of tennis. Yeah, so. or it's, it's really kind of like Viper Green. It's super green. It's, I, I, or a popsicle your parents wouldn't let you buy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lime. Yes. Not surprisingly, the uh, the understated. It's like, uh, you know, the funny face. Remember the, the drinks we like Kool-Aid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, That's like lime, lime. I've already been getting Brentwood head shakes from the fellow drivers of just like, what what kind of uh, loser are you? And do you stand on it and blow the doors off of them? No, 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 I don't care. I don't care what people. So what have you hit in it so far? Tell the truth. You stood on it, right? No, 
I mean, I just came here from my house a minute oh, ago. Oh, so literally. Just, yes. Yeah, so I'm sure it was only, you know, in the 80s or 85. But what it, w- there was a moment where I was coming up with two lanes of an on-ramp off of Sunset onto the 405 around construction trucks. And that was a nice little moment where it just hopped up. It just went. It felt safe. It, this, like, the, uh, this handling, the suspension, perfect. It, it it was nice. They did a really good job, <clears throat> yeah, especially yeah. especially considering the regular DBX, which is a nice vehicle, but it's just not sporty. This one, they made it really sporty. You know who else does a good job? Roan. Oh, <laughs> that's right, Roan. You know the pain of finding what to wear. Everything that I wear lately is uncomfortable, tight. It's never the right size. I have difficulty putting all of the pieces together. Uh, well, Roan is here to save the day. They have this commuter collection, which is the most comfortable, breathable, flexible set of products known to mankind. Jackets, shirts, pants. I've, uh, I wore it at the Pebble Beach Concord. You know why? Because I can never find a comfortable performing outfit. Uh, and uh, especially when you're in front of a live audience. You know, usually the old rule is you want comfortable shoes. These guys have figured out comfortable clothing. I had an amazing white shirt, uh, some navy blue uh, slacks. Uh, I guess it's part of their commuter collection. I've never been so comfortable. You've got to check it out. Uh, they This is just made for you. If you're sitting in a car, you have an hour drive, or if you're on a train and, and you want to look great at work, this is the stuff. And for Zuckerman, they have gold fusion anti-odor technology. That's right. You won't smell. And Roan is 100% machine washable. How about that? And I uh, I brought that stuff home, not to the dry cleaner, put it right into the washing machine in the dryer, and then wore it again. Check these guys out. Trust me on this one. Roan.com, R-H-O-N-E.com slash Spike911. Use promo code Spike911. You're going to get 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you go to Roan, R-H-O-N-E.com slash Spike911, and use code Spike911. All right, we're back. Nice. You think we're going to see that in the next Bond movie? Um, how new are these? These have been out for about a year, right? Yeah, a year and a half. No, I, I mean, who? why not? Can we talk about Bond movies? We're not in <laughs> why it. Why not? We're, okay. not? we're not promoting Have anything. they figured out who Bond is? Like, uh, Oh, that's right. They need a new Bond. They, they need, need a new, a new Bond. Bond. I'm just saying, that, that's one that could hold a lot of rocket launchers. Did you and- ever think in your life, Titus, that you could be Bond? James Bond, did you ever go, you know what, I want that gig? Yeah, when I was like 12. <laughs> and then I realized, A, I'm not British. You're not British. Uh, <laughs> oh, we need an American version. Did you ever Bond. call your agent with weird <laughs> requests like that? Like, hey, I think I'd like to be James Bond. Yeah, and thankfully, I have a really good manager who would immediately disabuse me of that insane notion. I do that every once in a while when a job opens up somewhere. I'll go, hey, you know, maybe that's maybe that's for me. Yeah, but I they're always be, really I nice to be me. Batgirl. Yeah, I think I should have 1130 at CBS. That's what I think. That's why am I not there? I don't understand. I like that. Pretty soon they'll be saying, there is no 1130 at CBS <laughs> anymore. Oh There's no more linear television. Yeah, right. Is this strike ever going to end? Do you have any insight? Do you know anything? You know what? Uh, I think like everybody else, I I was saying to you before, you know, everybody's got is extrapolating. I got a friend of a friend who's on the committee of this committee or, you know, I was in Spago the other night and I overheard two guys talking. I mean, look, you know, it's not the case where we're sitting there and there's a big news blackout and everybody's at the table. Nobody's at the table. 
I mean, it's the old Malcolm X thing, right? It's, it's like, rough. you, you it's know, rough. how can I be a diner if you won't let me dine? Right. It's, it's also uh, hard to suss out the motivation of any of these companies because they all have different agendas. Apple sells phones. They don't sell content. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Amazon sells products, toilet paper. They don't get, care about content. Right. And then you have, you know, Sony's and you have uh, Netflix's that do sell content and are more desperate, it seems, than they're letting, letting on. But I don't know how those guys... Guys get together and come up with a plan. Like I, I think I the writers and the actors and the and the, and the unions and the guilds are all focused on what they want together. Right. I think these other companies are all over the place. I I would really love to hear what those idiots are talking about in that room. Right. Well, it would be it would be nice to be nice to be a fly on the wall in there. But I think it's you know look because can you can you even I mean a- Apple's announcing their new phone this week. Yeah. That's what they do. They're not going, oh, how do we get the morning show back yeah, on yeah. with Jennifer Aniston? I know. Do you know what I mean? But what's yeah. crazy, the, the ones that like where their business model, like let's say Disney does depend on content. Right. And everyone's gone streaming. Like Disney is most likely, I hear, selling to Apple. Oh, really? The whole, the whole kit and caboodle is the rumor that I've been hearing. Long, but actually, before this. Oh, well, maybe they can fix Star Wars. But anyways, <clears throat> that they um, that you know. Oh, 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 sorry, <laughs> I, I just sense the disturbance <clears throat> in the force. Um, <laughs> but if you if you look at Disney that way, you go. Oh, now it kind of makes sense. Everything they've been saying, the carriage agreement, BS. How can we cut costs before we unload the whole dump? But like, yeah. if if your business, like you know, like all Warner Brothers, HBO, Discovery, whatever it is, like if your whole business model is content, yeah, solve the strike, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right. Well, that's part of Wall Street's frustration, I think, with the studios that do sell content. Like you guys weren't really killing this beforehand, yeah, with your, with your business model, and then you do this to the artists and the actors and the writers. You do this, right, on top of that. Right. Well, the timing is is insane, considering yeah, that yeah. we're in the post-COVID thing. Yeah. Not even post-COVID. I mean, it's still, I mean, all, all those in, in any production, when, when they come back, you know, those things are still going to be in place because I just had a friend who was doing a, a play on Broadway, you know, uh, preview night three, he gets covid and he's, you know, he's got an understudy and everything, but people are, people, you know, they bought the tickets to see him, not the understudy, and then gets well, two weeks later, gets gets it again. Uh, really? Um, you know, we're, and, and look, the economy, uh, and certainly in, in showbiz land, is still recovering from, from COVID. Right, know, despite right. Despite the fact that everybody was watching every single thing they, they could get their hands on. But, you know, the, yeah, a couple the of body to, to business was, you know, and then you just finished getting over that and kind of everything's kind of back up. And now, and now it's, you know, we're, it feels like the, yeah. this has been going on for, for a year. And but then the I, ecosystem around it. Yeah. Know, all of the PAs, all of the people that well, rely on this yeah. is. I have a friend. She's, she was, uh, she's a, um, you know, stand in. Yeah. So blocking, you know. Yeah. Uh, right. For, right. For people not in Hollywood, like the actors go sit somewhere and they have people standing so they can set up the shots and everything. Yes. She's moving to like Cincinnati cause she's had no work now. 
That's when like the actors are, are are counting their money. You mean and getting <laughs> manicures and I mean, massages? Hey, you're, the, you're the pro, man. I don't. Yeah, that's that's what we it's do. really it's really not. They're usually in makeup and they're usually learning their lines in yeah. these yeah. moments. No, 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 no. no right. You know what I mean, right? right. No, but it, yeah. it's it's wonderful to. I have to say, I I am sometimes very amused by the whole the whole Twitter thing or whatever the fuck they call it now. Um, yeah. I sound like that guy. We both quit. I'm not we, on the Facebook. No, we both quit um, the Facebook. No, I was going to say, I saw a phrase, yeah. Twitter sober. Someone this morning was saying, I'm one month Twitter sober. I'm two months Twitter sober, and I've never felt better. I'm, I'm I, so yeah. happy to be off that platform. Yeah. The, the, the blaming the ADL for Twitter's uh, financial woes was, oh, yeah, was yeah, my yeah. final straw. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. like But now every, yeah. every piece of ridiculous news coming out of it, you go, I'm not part of that club anymore. I, I walked out of the club. It does feel really good. Good. Right. It's actually a good idea. But what you're saying, so the 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 the, no, but the, the narrative, notion, the, the notion, right? The narrative of people who who are are not in any way, shape, or form connected to the entertainment industry. Their idea is that everybody has crazy ass Tom Cruise money, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just that the that the real greed, this this the seeds of greed, really started with with writers and and actors. Oh, it's ridiculous! It's, it's ridiculous. You can't. I mean, I don't dignify them with a response, no. but it is. It, it's it's pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, Spike knows more than I do, but I know I have a lot of friends that are writers. Like they're so middle class and like L.A. middle. You know what I mean? Like of they're course. not. They're not upper yeah. middle. It class. doesn't really matter. Yeah, I remember uh, 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 what's his name, uh, 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 Fonzie. Yeah, no, not Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler was yeah, on yeah. Howard Stern. And he was talking about. He goes, you know, you've you've done so many shows, you know, movies. Your career spanned decades. He goes, you, you, why don't you just sit back? Why are you still working? He goes. He goes. I, I have to work. Yeah. <laughs> I got a wife. I got kids. Yeah, right. they may live at a higher lifestyle than other folks, but you still feel that grind every Friday when you or at the end of the month you have to pay your bills, and yeah. they're in a lot of ways more extraordinary bills than yeah. other people pay. So <clears throat> everybody, like Zuckerman, always says that is kind of living above the level where they should be. Yeah, and yeah. everybody's feeling the heat. Every one of us is feeling the heat yeah. of this strike, and it. And it's awful, and you know we just hope yeah. it gets resolved. And it's hurting a lot of good people. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is. You know, uh, speaking of people getting hurt, <laughs> you, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. No, this is a wild story. This okay, is this okay. one of our uh, listeners, uh, uh, Shaolin is his name on Instagram, had his Porsche stolen in in Canada. No, yeah, he has this green early 70s uh, Condegreen 911T. And the thieves, and this is surprising to me because usually car theft isn't about vintage cars, right? It's usually right. about your most popular Hondas yeah. or Toyotas or other things. Or like but Hellcats. Up in, yeah. up in Canada, there's something going on up there. <laughs> These thieves staked out this guy's house, right? And he's got a 911T, not the most valuable car in the world, but Condegreen, beautiful car, $100,000 maybe. Um, waited for everyone to leave, um, and then stole this car out of his driveway. So they were they were staking out this place. The, the thief got in this car, drove through the town. The guy, Shaolin Porsche, I, I don't know his name, but his mechanic saw the car and thought it was Shaolin and waved to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, that's not him. I wonder who's driving his car. This guy, the thief, drives it straight to an international auction 
going on at a pier somewhere what? or at some place and says, I'm selling this on behalf of a Mercedes dealer at the last minute and auctions the car off. For how much? To immediate, I, it doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> but And they immediately load it up to ship it oh, out oh, of brilliant, Canada. Brilliant. To, right? And this uh, yard working guy, this guy who works the yard, goes, oh, that's a cool car. Takes a picture of it, sends it to his friend who goes, that's Shaolin Porsche's car. <laughs> that guy DMs Shaolin Porsche at work and goes, hey, your car's on this. He goes, holy shit. He calls the police. The police raid the yard and they intercept it. That's wild. Wild story, right? Wild. Did they catch the guy who stole it? I don't. Uh, there's, they're doing the investigation, but then I, somebody else sent me some CBC story of a CBC reporter who was in Africa in a guy's G wagon and found uh, the registration and called the guy and goes, "Hey, did was your G wagon <laughs> stolen from?" No he way. goes, "Yeah, a year ago." He oh. goes, "Well, guess what? I'm sitting in it right now." You want to FaceTime? And he turns on the FaceTime, <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, that's that's my G wagon." That's isn't, insane. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. I mean, they, and they must be getting away with it a lot. Yeah, it be- seemed right now. It seems not anecdotally that this is a Canada problem, but I've been hearing about a couple of cars here on the West Side that were stolen. But if you, yeah, exactly. My and friend- I wondered, like, what? Where are they going? Where you know what I mean? If it's not the meth head who stole our eighty seven, right. if they do disappear, maybe this is what's happening. Yeah, my friend just got like last two nights ago got her Camaro stolen. Um, but like, if this guy would have stolen like a black nine eleven instead of green, yeah, it, no one would have recognized it. You right. wouldn't. You wouldn't think twice. And G wagons coming like yeah, you know yeah. three basic colors, right? Yeah. yeah. So that you know, like they won't get caught up at the auction. But that's. There's got to be like a waiting period. I, mean, I guess now the police know where to check. Like go down to the docks, get in the containers. You know. Well, you would think there's got to be some kind of documentation. Okay, well, what Mercedes dealership are you selling? The auction. For? Yeah, that's the issue. Number? I don't know. I'm making shit up. But there's a there's a loophole somewhere in that auction platform. But this right? is where we need Zuckerman because the auction has to be in on it. They like because absolutely has to right because yeah. you, you have to get vetted to sell. You can't just like. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you you just rock up and and say here take it off my hands. The Canadians will get to the bottom of, of it. <laughs> the same way the valets used to steal cars in Hollywood. What's that? I'd hand my keys off to somebody, and next thing I know, my car's in Mexico. And the, the valets, they just disappear. The ninety eight C two S. I handed the keys to the valet. I went into the club. The valet came in thirty minutes later and said I was beat up. And they took the oh, car. Oh, beat up. What? What he did not expect was that I would go, ah, no worries, and go back <laughs> in the club for two hours. <laughs> Came back out. He was magically fine. Uh-huh. His, uh, the blood that was all over his face turned out to be ketchup. Right. He had handed the keys to sure. friends of his, and the car was well on its way to Mexico, and we, oh, we eventually wild. got it back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I assume there was some real blood that ensued. Mm. <laughs> My friend, uh, my friend John wanted to pick a fight with him, but I was like, what are you going to do? These guys are gang members. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The car's insured. Let's just not uh, have any trouble. But you got it back. I got the car back and uh, it had been off-roaded. Ooh. Um, and and crashed into a tree, which I didn't understand why someone would take that car to Mexico, crash it into a tree, and just leave it there. And, Wait, uh, they recovered it in Mexico and you got it back? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. 
Isn't Whoa. that wild? Because they, they were like, well, the car's fucked up. We don't want it anymore. Right. I mean, it wasn't that fucked guy. up. It really? just had bumper damage. And at the time, the car had been loosening up. Like th- these 98s used to have a lot of like uh, window noise, windshield noise. Yeah. Go, eh, 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 if you drove them too much. Right. So we rebuilt the whole thing, put in new windshields and new rubber and everything. It was actually better than it had been. That's I had crazy. The car. Then someone tried to steal it twice again, once from my garage and once from my driveway. And then I sold it to James Spader, where it was then stolen from him. And we've never seen <laughs> <Jesus> it again. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was the 98 C2S in those years from 98 to 2000 was a hot commodity yeah. Yeah. with a certain type of person who had a gun. Yeah, and so I have a I have another friend who lived in Benedict Canyon who heard noise in his garage, and he went, "Who's in my garage?" And two bullets came flying through his door. No way! Whoa. And they were stealing his ninety eight C two S. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Shit! It was uh, it was a hot commodity with it, with the gangs. My friend, uh, he got his car jacked. It was they did a weird thing with the valet where like one guy distracted the guy working the stand, like right physically did something to him where the guy chased him a little bit, and somebody else grabbed all the keys and there was like a bunch of guys and they just started clicking and yeah, yeah. everyone jumped in the car. <clears throat> it was like mass theft. Yeah, my advice to anybody with a new crazy. car is let them take it. Yeah, sure, of course. You yeah. get another one. It's right. insured. Yeah. That's what insurance is for. Yeah, yeah. Don't no. get dragged. Don't get pulled. Don't right. attack. Just let them have it. Yeah. No, it's, it's a quick way to a new car. <laughs> this is true. Thanks, <laughs> Professor Spike. I do think that way. I absolutely think that way. When it's, when it's the vintage car, it's a little more painful, but that's insured too. Yeah, you know, right. always... These days, on this end of my life, I'm always calling the insurance company going, hey, what do you have that valued at? Right. right? Watches and cars. But right. what, what, what do you have that valued at so that if it's taken, I go, well, it's what kind of a year, sale. What year was the Mexico theft? 99. Oh, so that was a younger spike. So you still sat there and finished lunch. Yeah, I didn't... I, you know, what are you going to do? I, I was just thinking back I didn't want to... Re- it was Saturday night. What am I going to do? I, you know, I, I was happy that I had the car. I, I had driven it. I was uh, a, a luxury... You know, I could afford to get another one. It was insured. Right. So Fair I just enough. thought... All right. You know, let, let right. them have it. I would have had a very different reaction. It wouldn't have been violent. I just would have, like, freaked out until some resolution you know i'm sure the vodka helped that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're right though at the end of the day right what do you i mean your life versus a know, watch your wallet a yeah. watch yeah. Uh, a oh, car totally. it's not nothing. how about your life versus Redstein tires <laughs> the official tire partner of spikes car radio by the way yeah, if babe. you need tires new tires Redstein's going to supply them to you do you titus okay. do you need anything yeah. I'm going to offer them to you right now because they took Erica's Tesla Model Y, my wife, and put Quad Track Pros on it and made that car quiet and handle better. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, our friend, has uh, Sprint Classics for his VW. Johnny has them for his Rivian. And my Porsche and my Alpha. Uh, Land Rover, uh, really? my Series 2A, has new Grip Classics. We love these tires, and they are actually great. They've improved two of my cars when <laughs> yeah. I drive. I got the Series 2A out, and I was like, what's new about this? It feels fantastic. It was the tires. Oh. I completely forgot with Carnesia. Yeah. Um, Carnesia. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
So we're happy to have these guys on board, and, yeah. uh, and I think we're going to be launching a very fun promotion uh, in the very short future with them that might benefit all of you listening at home. Um, they also have that great designer, Giorgetto Giagiaro. Oh, how do you pronounce that? Giorgetto Giagiaro. Giorgetto bless you. Uh, is he still alive, that guy? Oh, you would ask me that. I think he is, and he's, he's old. I think I saw a piece on him in Car and Driver last week. Okay, yeah. yeah. But he designed the BMW M1, the uh, DeLorean, the Lotus Esprit, and he's designing their tires. Also, Seiko's from the 70s. This guy's legit. I think he did the first uh, golf, the great uh, Mark that. golf. Yeah. So, Fred's. Yeah. Go to fredestein.com, V-R-E-D-E-S-T-E-I-N. we got to get them to change their name. And find <laughs> your local Fred dealer there. <laughs> This is the disclaimer. Stop asking Spike where to buy the tires. <laughs> Go to Vredestein.com and y- kick, click the tab that says, find your local Fred dealer. <laughs> That's how it works in the real world. And if you guys are wondering why, I would say this. They're all good in the rain. They, these guys are known as a winter tire manufacturer. So even their high-performance summer stuff, when it rains in L.A. for four months oh, no. and you got a rear-drive car, they're great in the rain. Like, huge upgrade on the Alpha. You know, Titus, I consider you like a real man, and so well, thank you. where is this going? I uh, before we what close, what do you consider sh- me, Spike? And I'm a, a real lover. ape, a real ape, a real Jerry Garcia hybrid ape of some kind. Thank That's you, thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> Just curious, but you, like me, Johnny, we want to be around real men, of men course. who live like real men, yes, and we aspire yes. that Zuckerman too. That's why we buy some of the cars we buy because we think we can be that gentleman. Exactly. That's right. But what? First of all, the tattoos. You have lots of tattoos. Yeah. What is your tattoo uh, uh, policy? What 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 is your tattoo philosophy? Help us as men. Well, they all mean something to me. And I got my first tattoo when I was a when I was pretty young, which is a was a symbol of uh, my martial arts dojo. But I don't have anything on here that has been impulsive. I think when you're going to get a tattoo. It's got to mean something. You got to think about it. And there's actually a way to do this now. Because my daughter is under the age of 18. She wants a tattoo, but there's a, there's a place where you can go. They take your design and everything. And they they put it on you as a temporary tattoo. And it lasts about six months. Oh, wow. And it oh, won't wash off. So why you didn't can I... actually live with it and consider. Where is this? Uh, there's one. They're all over the place now. There's one here in L.A. They're in New York, and uh, so when you say it takes six months to come off, what does it look like at three months? <laughs> you know what? They they stay pretty much pristine until sort of the the expiration. You know, you wake up one day and you take a shower and it's gone. Really? Wow. But I, I think you know. Look. Okay. Uh, oh, I would love to do that. I, I wish I would have had that because I have one awful tattoo that I hate that I'll never show you. But like, <laughs> if I would have been 18 when I got it. Hold on. What do you mean? Wiley Coyote. Where is your tattoo? Luckily, it's on my leg. See? You have a leg tattoo? It's horrible. Don't even. I was 18. I was and on acid. It? it was free. Don't even. doesn't matter. I want to know what it's it is. It's a guy playing bass, but it's all fucked up. It's, like, don't it's really? Guys. Playing bass. Yeah. You what have a guy playing. bass player from Josie and the I know it's like stylized. It's. It, I, I played bass. I was. Look. I again. Eighteen. We were drunk on acid. Meet this guy. Yeah, I'm starting out as a tattoo artist. I, I thought I'll give you a free one. No way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's now, fantastic. Who, what, what, I mean, who? Okay. Since you brought up the bass player, who? Who? Who do you? Who? Who 
who's your go-to all-time favorite bass player? Uh, a guy named Rob Wright, who's a Canadian guy. He's in a band called No Means No, all-time favorite. And then, you know, Mingus, Mike Watt, I like guys from L.A., uh, Claypool, but kind of like the real good out there. Uh, Jaco Pistorius? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I was, I was not. I'm into like jazz before that. Oh, okay. I'm a little so like, like Ron Carter. Yeah, like I said, like Mingus and like all those just cats. Saw, just saw Ron Carter at the Bowl. Mm, it was a nice. Wayne Shorter uh, tribute. Wow, phenomenal. Yeah, nice. The Bowl is such a magical place. Isn't Going it? on Every, Sunday. I, I go and I forget, and I was there a couple weeks ago, and I was like, boy. Yeah, there's what a nothing. Place. There's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're yeah. seeing uh, the Pixies on the Modest Mouse. On, oh, that'll be cool on Sunday. Th- on yeah. Sunday, I'm going to yeah. see Van Morrison at the Greek on Sunday. Oh, no. Well, then I'll wave at you uh, yeah, while wave. we're in traffic. I'll Van Morrison is fantastic too. We used to see him in New York at the Supper Club. Do you Who? ever go there, Van Morrison? Oh, no, he's great. Do you remember the Supper Club in Times Square? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and he would play there. Boy, was that a fun He'd pop night. up at the Lone Star, too. Yeah, well, everybody yeah. played there. Yeah. Saw Robbie Robertson there probably about 20 times. He oh, would wow, yeah. Show up there, and then Willie Nelson would... So, so wait, getting back to your real tattoos. men behavior. You have yeah. tattoos. Yeah. You paint... Yep. What, what about uh, what about like liquor? Do you have like a, a bourbon? Are you a bourbon man? I can't you smoke a cigar. I used to be a hard liquor guy. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't handle it. So you I, have like, a beer. I love cigars. You do. Uh, red wine is. Uh... So what kind of cigars do you smoke? Oh, I used to steal them from my father, who had a connection. So he used to get these insane pre-Castro oh, cigars. He had a pre-embargo humidor. Oh, baby! Now we're talking. And they were rolled on the thighs of of uh, uh, young women. <laughs> so they, but these what? cigars, you know, it just go with this by go it wasn't with it. a white owl or a tipperillo. Yeah. But I remember from my 18th birthday, my father cracked a bottle of uh, a 56 Latash. Uh, which we were just going to have a bottle. We ended up drinking close to a case with nice. a few other people. And he cracked these cigars. And it was, and I was a big pot smoker then. It was the equivalent of smoking an ounce of weed on your own, like <laughs> through a bong. Wow. I've never, I've never, uh, I've never had that sensation since. Yeah, your first time is tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't a bad experience, but I literally was stoned as Hogan's goat from from that cigar. A lot of nicotine, or it could have been the twelve bottles of. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it might have been that. Did you throw up? No, you did not. No, I was I I was fine. A Cuban cigar it can in the beginning really upset your stomach. Yeah. Now, Spike, really... have you ever had a pre-embargo? <clears throat> no, no, I've I... never di- I've never I I've never dipped a toe in this world, but I'd love to get involved in it. So uh, he will be on the show one day, but Pete from Tatuaje, which yeah. means tattoo, you got to meet Pete. Um, I was going to a, a party and he goes, hey, what year were you born? I go, 75. He goes, okay. And I get there. He goes, couldn't find a 75. Here's a 57. Wow. So Ooh. a cigar from 1957. One of the most delicious things I've ever smoked. Like really? literally incredible. And that's the thing. If you if you store them properly, right. like pre-embargo cigars that last a long time. I don't know how long. There must be auctions where you can buy this. They yeah. Cheap. Well, like if you go to like um, <clears throat> Thomas Keller's restaurant, uh, French Laundry. On the dessert menu, there's I think it's like five hundred bucks, but there's a pre embargo cigar you can get. So yeah, there is a way to stay supplied in them. And I I can get you some if you need some. I know the guys. Five hundred bucks is smart. That's they're they're not cheap. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I would do that a, on a that's an experience. It's your birthday. A special occasion. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Erica leaves you. You something <laughs> <laughs> 
I smoked Davidoff's, Chief Davidoff's on my birthday. There you go. Hey. But uh, I have the Hoyos, as you know, those those delightful Saudi ho- uh, Hoyos oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that we get. We got, real quick, though, we, me and you, Titus, we got to go with our mutual buddy, Mark Douglas, because yeah. I've, I've turned him on to some good sticks, and we're... Why? Yeah. Why? Are, why can't I come? And to that? You can come. I, we and should have a cigar world. smoke. We should have a. It's called a herf. We should do that. Let's yeah. do that. I would do it. All right. A meal and a cigar and smoke. The, and, the, and the lobster joint. Yeah. That, remember you were telling me about the place oh, yeah, that's yeah. like the killer. Best uh, lobster. Providence, best seafood. Yeah, best yeah, yeah. Seafood. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it. Well, Titus, thank you for coming in, man. It's good to see you. I'm sorry we can't talk about all the amazing things going on in your life, but I'm doing nothing. I'm it, doing. You know what? I, I'm actually doing. <laughs> If you guys want to come up to my I'm doing puppet shows now, uh, that's what this is. What do you think? Why am I doing this? Well, I'm not allowed to write them, so the thing is that I just I improvise everything, but it keeps it fresh. And my lemonade is really good. I sell it for 25 cents a cup. So. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you're doing puppet shows? He's, that was a joke. Oh, 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 over my head. Got it. No, got it, got I have got to it. stay busy. Right. Okay. And I, soon you'll see Titus and I at the Brentwood Farmers Market selling fruit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because we can't do anything else and, and the bills flowers. are piling up yes <laughs> maybe you guys could roll cigars together we will be <laughs> it's no joke spike and gallows humor hand rolled cigars it's a, it's, it's rough getting there it's good rolled on titus's thighs it's the old uh, new riders of the purple sage song remember i'm down to seeds and stems yes. again and, uh, when this ends and we can talk about your shows that we all watch and love you'll come back and uh Yes. And we'll talk some more. And I'll do a puppet show, too. Live. It's been a pleasure, man. Let's make him a Zuckerman puppet. Zuckerman puppet. (laughs) We're not there yet. (laughs) We're still in the sticker stage of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother. I would do that. I mean, if I had a Zuckerman puppet that I could operate, I would love that. That would be good. When we make the move to video. Like Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. Anyway, that's our show. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.